now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good windy Wednesday morning to everyone. I hope you're doing well this Thanksgiving Eve. I can't even talk. Oh, there joins Bill from Chicago. Anyway, we've got a full panel here. We've got Doug standing by going to talk to us about a new Bose portable speaker. I'll go around to the panel and say good morning real quick, and then we'll bring Doug on and let him talk about what he's got to talk about. Uh, Good morning, Jennifer. And are you in the office? I am in the office, and I can't hear the wind from in here, but it's windy, and it's Thanksgiving Eve, as you said, and something I read several years ago said that today is the busiest day for pizza delivery of the whole year. So you're in the office where you spend a lot of time over the past few days because your Braille printer went down. It did, and I've... Thank goodness for the old school braille writer. I keep the one old, that works around. <laughs> the old school braille writer, so we can we can get this paper jam or to get things fixed and going. Well, we'll get back to you. And if you need to leave early because you need to to do that, I'll step in my backup role. So just let me know. 
Um, let's see here. Let's go up to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, it's going to warm up to about 54 today and then get really windy this afternoon. It was 64 yesterday. Wow. Other than but that, we're busy day here. Doing a lot of prep, and we'll be talking more and more and more about that as the show goes along. All the all the prep you're doing. Jeff in Albany. Well, I think we're going to have the same weather that they're having in Altoona, Pennsylvania, as we're having here in Albany. We're supposed to get uh, lots of rain today, and tomorrow it's going to be quite windy. And when I was growing up as a kid, the Thanksgiving tradition was to watch Channel 11 in New York, and they always showed every Thanksgiving. The March of the Wooden Soldiers uh, was an old movie with Laurel and Hardy, and also watching the Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade every Thursday morning. The Thanksgiving morning, I should say. Very, very good. Let's see. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. Um, I was uh, going through tweets on uh, my Twitter account and uh, saw somebody said that uh, only one month to go to finish out my New Year's resolution to lose 30 pounds, 50 pounds to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's about the way I run things around here, too. Fifty pounds to go, and you're hanging in there with the whole family, and everybody's with you today. So, and yep, no Tim yep. Oni show tomorrow. You're going to take the day off, right? And uh, we got about oh seven or eight inches of snow last night, so uh, got to go out and do a little bit of the shoveling type stuff. But Naples, Florida, um, doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Are you going to have turkey tomorrow, Tim, or is, are yep. you guys having something different? No, uh, regular turkey. Regular turkey thing. and this stuff. And we'll get to all the, those plans in just a minute. Anybody else on the panel, we'll get to everybody else. We're going to come back around and talk about that. I think I've gotten everybody, don't I? Yeah, you do. Okay. We got Douglas on. Douglas is no stranger. He might as well be on the panel. Doug, how are you this morning? Uh, I need more coffee, uh, so I'm going to get that as soon as we do this review, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I don't blame you. How many cups you had? Just one. Just one? You definitely need about two more cups, Doug. You need two two more to, to get into the flow of things here. Doug, about a month ago, you bought a new portable speaker, and we talk about why all of these speakers are the rage, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about this new speaker you bought. Well, there's there's two speakers that are in the same price range that basically do kind of the same things. There's the Bose Portable Home Speaker. Amazon has it for three forty nine, and there's the Sonos Move. And both of these speakers run on batteries, so you can take them with you as long as you have Wi-Fi. But even if you don't have Wi-Fi, at least with the Bose, I know you can hook it to a, a cell phone and 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 have service. What's neat about these speakers is that you can do uh, either the A-Lady or the Google Assistant. Uh, you can do either one. You can't do both at the same time, uh, at least on the on the portable uh, Bose you can't. Um, I, when I bought this speaker, I for some reason thought it was stereo, and it's not, and neither is the uh, move from Sonos. The reason that I'm keeping it is it's a bit lighter, and it, it kind of does what I want it to do. Uh, the weight, it weighs about 2.3 pounds. It's round like a an Echo. It's solidly built. The construction of it's real solid. It's got a little handle. feels like a bucket handle almost, only it doesn't have you know the bucket things on it, but that's what it feels like to hold on to it. On the top of the unit... Um, the on-off button has a dot 
on it. To the right of that is the connect button for Bluetooth. Uh, below that, you have two, three buttons. The left button is volume down. The middle is vo- um, pause, play, and the right one is volume up. And below that, you have two buttons on the left. You have microphone mute. Um, and I can't think of what the other one is. Oh, microphone activate is on the right. So you don't have to say the, the name of the person that you are talking to. You don't have to say, hey, Google or the other lady. Um, as far as sound, this sounds pretty good. It comes with a Bose music app that you need to install to set it up. One thing I'll say about the Bose app is it's kind of accessible. If you're going to set up your assistant, do it after the setup completion. Skip that step because in the setup, initial setup itself, it's not very accessible. So there were a couple things I had to skip um, and then do after the fact. I've got it set up for the A-Lady, and when I demonstrate it here, I'm not going to say her name. I'm going to push the microphone because I don't want people's devices to go crazy. Um the only port it has on it, it has a um, USB-C port on the back, and it comes with a USB-C to USB cable plus a plug so you can plug it in and charge it. it takes about uh, 10 hours of battery life, maybe more. I'm kind of happy with the battery life on it. And it's got voice prompts, so I'm going to turn this thing on here. Second. Here it comes. Connecting to Zip's iPhone. Zip's iPhone connected. Now, I don't want it to connect to my iPhone, so all I do to unconnect it or disconnect is to press the Bluetooth button and hold it in for like three seconds. Zip's iPhone disconnected. Now, you can listen to, if you have your um, assistant paired to Sirius XM, you can listen to Sirius XM content. There's one thing I don't like about this thing when it plays music is the music starts before she's finished talking. I'm going to demonstrate that now to you so you can hear. Play Pushing Too Hard by The Seeds. Pushing Too Hard by The Seeds on Amazon Music. See, it sort of comes in a little bit. It doesn't... Stop. Eventually she does. But anyway, um, the audio is pretty good on it. Uh, you can adjust bass and treble and with the application itself. So if it's got too much bass or not enough bass, um, the steps are like it goes from minus 100 to 100, and it's minus 100, minus 90, minus 80, etc. for both bass and treble. And they're easy enough to adjust. And the settings are adjusted when you hit the done button. I kind of wish they were done when you were adjusting so you could hear the effect that you have but that's okay it's not that hard to get into and adjust it but um would i do it over again if i was buying it or would i buy the the um sonos move speaker the sonos move i've heard has better sound than this bose unit does and it's only fifty dollars more it's 399.95 i don't think it has a handle it is bigger um it's weight it weighs like uh over six and a half pounds as opposed to under two and a half for this so i like the weight of this a little bit better it's easy to carry from room to room and that's basically what i use it for like when i'm doing laundry i'll take it downstairs and put on some music and you know stuff like that when i'm somewhere else in the house 
that's kind of it. Um, it's uh, not a bad little system. Now, Doug, through the app, can you set favorites like you can on the Sonos and yes. groups of stations or add your own station? Is that hard to do? Uh, I haven't played a lot with the favorites, but it does have TuneIn on it, so you can search for TuneIn stations with the app. Uh, you can add your Spotify account if you want to. Um, and I support radio.com or iHeartRadio as well on the app? Because I know I have a SoundTouch, which does support iHeartRadio. Well, it does through the A-Lady. In oh, other that's words, good. If you have it, have it configured on the A-Lady, it will play them. What it doesn't do, though, is you can't set a sleep timer, and I wish that you could, because I always set the A-Lady and fall asleep at night to something. Um, but you can't do that with this, and I wish that you could. And with Google, I don't think you can play YouTube music with the Google Assistant, which I was disappointed to see that. The other thing you can't do with this thing, even though it's got microphones in it, if your phone is connected, you cannot make or receive phone calls. Those will route back to your phone. Wow. That's very disappointing to me. Uh, I wish that you could. I think that's a limitation of the way that Amazon makes that available to these devices. I don't think it's necessarily a limitation of the device. Yes, it is. If it's true you can't make calls with your A-Lady, but you can't even make calls with your phone through it. You have to use your phone to make the calls. Oh. It comes through the phone speaker. So it's a device. Can you run this thing on AC? In other words, if I'm, I'm charging the thing, I want to use it, but I, it, will, it'll, it will continue charging, and yes. you can still run on that AC, and it'll stop charging at some point? Yes. You know, okay. Now, I want you to hear the noise when you turn it off. You hold the power button in for about three or four seconds, and it goes... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that had a nice deep face. <laughs> yeah, you did that pretty well. It, but it, it at least Why? works. Can you put um, other programs on there? I mean, other things like, um, I know, um, oh, Sonos has tons of things that you can hook up with it. Uh, but I think you can do, you could actually sign in to tune in on that. So you could get the TuneIn Pro? Oh, my goodness. I don't think you can with this one. And the other thing with this one I wish it had was a headphone jack so that you could plug uh, another device or headphones into it if you really wanted to, but you can't do that. So. And if you bought a second one, can you you can't pair them together so that the one would be the left channel, one would be the right channel. You can't do that either, right, if I'm not mistaken? I don't think so. And I know you can with the Move. Yeah. So is it made? Can you? Is it made for outdoor use? Can you take it outside? And I don't know, uh, but I, I. It looks. It looks. I mean, it's very solidly built, and it's the shape of a Bose speaker. It's got the speaker grill around the bottom part of the radio or the system, and then this solid like plastic, probably where the tubing is. Speaker uh, is above that. You know how they Bose puts all those tubes in to improve the sound or whatever it is they do. Yeah. Yes. I can't, I can't figure out why they've gone away from stereo. Like the Amazon, I mean, the uh, the tap was stereo. It was. And, yeah. And I know it didn't quite sound as good as some of these big speakers. Of course, it was a lot cheaper, too. But, but it did a pretty nice job on stereo, I always thought. I did, too. I agree. I mean, the tap was one of those speakers. Of course, you couldn't do both with it, both, you know, but... It, it, it was a good good piece of device. I, I really like the tap. I would say that if you have an Amazon tap and it's working, hold on to it. They're, they're as valuable as uh, as gold because so that, Amazon's not making them anymore, and the only way you may be able to buy them is used on eBay. Yeah, it's very true. 
Now, can you put in your own with the Sonos? You can actually go into the app or through your PC or whatever, and you can put in your own station URL. Can you do that, Doug, with the button? I don't know if there's a computer app for this uh, device. I, I have to look to see. Uh, I know through the phone app, I can't find a way to customize a station and put a, your own URL in. Um, I wish there was, but there doesn't seem to be. I, while we're here and on that, Doug, I'm not trying to vary away from this, but this follows along. There's a new radio app for, and this would affect you too. It's called Zeno Radio. Zeno Radio. It's the same people that provide the phone service for us for people who listen on the phone. They've now got an iPhone app, and it's oh. very, very, very accessible. So it's called Zeno Radio, all one word, to, you know, all written together. And, yeah, interesting. And it's, you know, it gives all of those. And the stations that provide it for them, it not only plays the radio station, but all their podcasts are shown in there. So that's another thing about the Zeno. But it is very, very accessible and you could use that and you could even play your bow stuff through that so overall on the ratings you'd give this a pretty good thumbs up actually when i rated it on the amazon store i gave it um if i could have given it two and a half out of five i would have i think for the money it's overpriced um if it weren't for the size and convenience and the fact that i kind of do like it for some reason i wouldn't keep it otherwise i i think for the extra fifty dollars you'd probably get much more out of a device with the, the sonos Move. even though i haven't seen it it just all the ratings say it sounds much better and and uh, it seems like you can do a little bit more with it well speaking of the doing a little bit more with it just this one other question and kind of related to this I've been hearing about this. Is this fact or fiction on TV that your carrier that you use to power that those speakers or one of them, um, T-Mobile is going to go roll out 5G? Now, is that in stages or what's what's that all about? Well, the December 6th is the big day, and I, I haven't looked at the video on it, but that's what they say the day is, December the 6th. So you're saying oh. it. Tim I don't think my 10R would support it, though, so I'd have to... I, I, none, of phone, none, none of the Apple phones support 5G yeah. because uh, they, none of either the 10 or nor the 11s support yeah. 5G. They, they're, not, they, they, they're waiting until it gets nationwide before they, before they do it, I guess. But is this going to help your phone service at all, or we just won't notice the difference? I don't know. I, I, I think you'll think. notice a difference in downloading stuff on the phone and also notice a difference in how fast things connect. Uh, that's I hope it won't give you a better signal, though, will it? I mean, it won't make your, your phone signal any better. I don't think so. But I'll tell you this, um, Christine still has an 8, and it doesn't have that 600 megahertz band that uh, the later phones do. And T-Mobile uses that to increase its coverage, and it really does. When we took the train from Pittsburgh to Harrisburg the other week, there were loads of time that I had four and five bars of service, and she didn't have anything. Wow. So that does make the difference. But yeah. at least you got something to listen to football games and listen to. And, Doug, well, you'll notice the 5G with the 4G LTE. Like, if I call you on my cell phone and you have the same service or the same kind of service, I, I'll talk to my stepdaughter, and it sounds like I'm talking to her, and it sounds like an FM radio. In other words, if this, the quality of her audio is that good on the cell phone that she sounds like she's right in my room with me. 
that that's what that's what I like about the new way the cell phones are connecting to each other. Well, speaking of which, um, other companies share their high um, high band audio phone audio with each other. For example, if you have an AT and T phone and you call a Verizon user and they have that turned on, then it'll sound good with them. T Mobile to T Mobile works, but T Mobile doesn't share with other providers. So if someone from AT and T calls my T Mobile, they'll get that cruddy uh, narrow band audio. Yeah, which is actually even worse than normal phone audio. Yeah, I think. it is terrible. But hey, Doug, you'll have to get Chris uh, one of those new phones. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, you know, a lot I of people. And we I have a question about. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, um, I have a question about the iPhone using, um, when I use the radio stations, you know, like telling it to play, I'll play Legend Oldies, telling Siri to do that. I think it uses a lot more battery when you're doing that. And I'm wondering if any of you guys have the same experience. I haven't noticed that. I haven't noticed that. No. Because you don't have to keep your phone unlocked when you do that. If you keep your phone locked, it seems right. to cut down on the battery, and there might be some other things that you can do to cut down. But what is there a way of actually getting rid of them? Because once you enable or once you activate a station, it's always there on the you know on the lock screen. Do you know what I mean? And that's right. No, it, it does. No way of getting rid of it. So it's like it's. If you double tap the center of the screen to stop the radio station, it will go away. And then, but it, but it will. Be, if you ask for another station, that will be replaced. That will replace the one that you were listening to. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. But okay, so it actually will get rid of it if you just. Yeah, stop if you double it. tap the center of the screen uh, with your with two fingers. It, it will stop the radio station from playing. Right. Yeah, I know it'll stop, but it doesn't. Still doesn't get rid of it on the on the lock screen. On the lock screen, yeah. But I, it, I, I, there's a big difference between the eight and the tens on battery life. The oh my goodness, there's a tremendous difference. The ten doesn't use quite as much battery as the eights. The eights will. Um, yeah, I've, I I am not real happy with my eight anymore. <laughs> the, the battery life. My team, Sunday I used it all day. Like I'll stream football and watch football scores and do stuff like that with it. And I forgot to plug it in. And Monday when I woke up, it still had thirty nine percent. I'm like, wow, this is pretty good. It does a pretty good job. And now I'm finding. Now this is just me. But And I try to do this, and sometimes I don't, but at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I try to make sure that I unload all of the apps and the apps which are, you know, that I just don't necessarily have to have that I've used during the day. I know they say that running the stuff in the apps which doesn't affect your battery, but I believe it does, especially the scanning programs or things that do a lot. Now, I don't know if that's true. Do you think I'm on the right track there, Doug? I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me, especially with um, like a GPS app that's always 
going or... They say they go to sleep, but you yeah. wonder if they do. But some apps, even if you unload them from the app switcher, Doug, they're still running or they're still refreshing in the background, uh, even though you're not running them. Um, because I, uh, it'll save something like when I have my phone, it'll say, Skype is using your location to determine where you are. Do you want to let Skype continue doing that? Well, that, well, if Skype is using my location, even if it's not running in the app switcher, it's still running somehow in the background of my phone. You know, it's still... It's still there, but it's not running as an app that I can I can turn I can you know hit by hitting the home button twice. Well, one thing you, you can turn off the background turn that off and refresh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You can turn that off. You that, can that's turn that off, thing and I, that probably helps out. The other thing I would suggest is doing what Chris did, and I used in Florida. I forgot. I, don't know why I forgot to bring it back home with me. Is a little device that you can plug your if you think you need a little quick charge, you can plug your iPhone into it. It's like a little, Dave's talked about them on here before, those little portable batteries, and you can charge your phone four or five times. If you don't have one of those battery packs, you know, you know something like that, um, that'll kind of help, especially if you're using a Braille display or something that you want to do, those little little devices like you've talked about on here before. And, Chris, you use them all the time, don't you? I use it some. Dave has the big one, and he really likes it, and it's nice, and it has a lot of power. I have a small one that I bought just to take to Arkansas because I knew that one of the places we were going to be staying at for several days, uh, my phone would probably need be charging upstairs, and I wanted something to bring downstairs with me. So I bought one of those little 10,000 units, and it does a nice job. Yeah, I think Doug on your 8 used to have one of those. What were those things called? Those multi-packs? Yeah, and you didn't put that on the 10. I don't even know if they make it for the 10. They do make them for the 10, but I didn't buy one. I gave my 8-pack to Chris, and she uses it. And, and it hey, works great. And when you were on the train going between to Harrisburg, uh, did you, did, you know, all these Amtrak trains now have ports that you can plug your phone into to keep, to keep it charged, and you can use it off that. But I found that if you use the train, and, you, and they, they limit your bandwidth, so I wanted to listen to my police scanner that I have on the Internet, but I, the, uh, the Amtrak train wouldn't let me uh, that wouldn't let me do that for some reason. So you well, got, the they, they limit is not always the best. Yeah, they, they limit your bandwidth on those things. All those Wi-Fi services do, whether you travel by bus or train, if you connect to their Wi-Fi, they limit uh, streaming audio or video or any of that stuff. Yeah, I, I tried that on a bus, and it, I, I ended up going back to my data. <laughs> it was a lot better. I was able to, we were over in Columbus, Ohio, and I've never, ever, ever been able to make this work. But for the first time ever in my life, and I don't know why it worked this time, I was able to download a Bard book using my own data from Verizon. I've never been able to do that before. wonder why. I don't know. I mean, there is a setting in Bard for turning that on and off so that you use data or not. But Actually, my data was better than the hotel. Wi-Fi. Yeah, oh, it is a lot of times. Mine is too. But I've, I've used data for downloading books all the time on mine. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And I thought I was... In here, I hate to hog the whole. Oh no, no, you're... So don't worry about it, Doug. We, we want to hear. We want to hear the Soul Express coming up. But no, I'm just kidding, Doug. <laughs> but no, Doug. Anytime you want to go get your cup of coffee, but you're welcome because we're going to in just a few minutes talk about a new accessible app we found by accident which helps all of us um and we found out a necessity the other day but no i i really like your speakers and i like what you're doing there i don't know that i wouldn't get the 
move if I were going to get one, only because I'm familiar with the Sonos interface and what you can do with it. Well, for the but, extra 50, and I, it does sound better. Uh, every review I've heard says that the move sounds better. Although the, the Bose is very flexible as far as changing the bass and treble. I've got it sounding the way I like it sounds. You might be able to find the move cheaper. I got an email from Sonos last week talking about Black Friday deals, since you might be able to find the move cheaper tomorrow. I mean, Friday, I should say. Right, and that's not to say there's not, and, and I think Doug would say this too, we don't know of them, but I think there's other speakers out there. Now, you may not quite get as good a sound, but you might be able to find a cheaper price. What's that one you have, Bill, that has Lady A in it that's portable? Oh, it's that bad. You're to be able to put the presets in and stuff. No, it's some. not accessible. No, no, no. It doesn't work very well at all, Jennifer. I would, between a 1 and a 5, that would get a point five <laughs> or a point oh one. No. That's that one is not so good. I wish it was, but for the money that was paid for it, I even forgot the name of it now. You remember? Unless you're hyped it up that you'd be able to do presets and do all kinds of things. You could only do six, and you had to go through. There was so many hoops you had to go through to make it work. That by the time you did all of that, it it wasn't. It really wasn't worth it. So I I really wasn't that that impressed. Well, I'll tell you what, I think I am going to jump out of here and grab some coffee and say happy Thanksgiving to everybody, you guys and the listeners. Well, when you're there listening, you can listen on your speaker and you can hear about this new accessible app. I will. I'll turn it on. All right. Get your coffee going, buddy, and thank you. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Doug. Thanksgiving. Enjoy it, folks, and don't eat too much turkey. I won't because we're having pork, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, the more turkey you eat, the more you're likely to fall asleep at the dinner table. So, that's Very true. <laughs> well, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody, yeah, and thank uh, you, thanks Dad. for putting for a little bit here. No problem. You know, we're going to talk about an app that we found the other night. Jenny had a problem. When Jenny has a problem and she starts going on, then every once in a while I listen to her. And we try to do something about it. She wanted to be able to find her TV listings quickly because she couldn't get her news line to work or whatever over the phone. I forgot what the deal was. But so I went and read some reviews and they said, install this app called TV Guide Mobile. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I read all the reviews. And so I said, okay, Jenny. Let's install it. We installed it. First thing, it said slide to the left for more options, and you couldn't do anything, and it would get stuck. The app was totally unusable. Now, why that is, I don't know, but we tried it on the iPad and on the phone. So it was just totally unusable. You just couldn't use it. It just wouldn't work. So I said, let's go back to the drawing board. So much for these reviews on all of these blindness sites. Probably it was usable at one time, but iOS 13 or they went to a modern style. I don't know, but it just did not work. So I looked at the next one and it said TV Listings Plus. So I downloaded it, installed it. I said, oh, look at this, Jennifer. I can get right to the screen. So it asked me for my zip code, and then I was able to pick a provider. And by the way, these apps are all free, free. My friend in Milwaukee loves that word, free, free, free. And so 
once they put that in there and chose Comcast or you can choose your cable provider, actually, then I switched it to the antenna that I could ban. I didn't know how many things there is on the antenna. But this just comes up with the screen and it has all of the channels in the area and it automatically, you swipe by in in the current time and it will give you what's on and a description of the program. And it's accessible. And it asks you if you want it in a classic, you know, old style grid that, that you can read. And it works real, real well. And it's called, what did I say? TV, TV Listing Plus. Plus. And, and the cool thing about it is, is if you're looking on the, if you look at something on the half hour, it'll tell you what's coming up next. So okay, next step yeah, is whatever. That's neat. I, that is kind of neat. That's the way I wish. Um, I shouldn't knock it, but that's the way I wish NFB Newsline would work on the iPhone, and it doesn't. Right. If so you know what I mean. It does. It does doesn't take up much of a footprint. It's just easy to use. Will it give you listings based on your location as well, Bill, or yes. is that, uh, or do you have to yes. always give it a new zip code? Well, based upon your location. Okay. You know, it'll ask you, and you know, you, you can. And change you can it. choose different times if you want to. It's got all the times there. Oh they, yeah. It doesn't say button, but if you tap on one of those times, it'll it'll go and show you what's going to be on them. Because I did it yesterday. The only Does thing it? is. Ahead, Does Tim. it remember your zip code? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. But and it remembers what you it. chose, the provider that you chose. The only thing that is not one hundred percent it's not that it's not accessible. It just doesn't say, and it and I don't know if it's an iOS thing. Is the tabs at the bottom? But if you listen to it and it says possible text, and then it and then it says it. But it's if there's more interest in it, I can. I can load it up and you know let you guys hear it, but it's it's it, it's not hard to use for people that use an iPhone. I'm sure they've got an Android version also, but since we use iOS, that you know works pretty well. I liked well. it because I was able to find a show I wanted to watch last night. Yeah, we, we all watched, ended up watching. I actually watched it with her. We watched the 50 years Dolly Parton's 50 year anniversary. And we thought, eh, it was okay, but it seemed like it was a lot of recorded stuff, maybe. I don't know if it was 100% live, or maybe it was recorded. And so, I mean, it wasn't bad, but she had a lot of artists re-sing her songs that she had recorded. And somebody I never even heard of, well, maybe you've heard of, but somebody, Jeff, you would know, Lady Gaga or... Yeah, Lady, Lady Gaga. She's, uh, she's Lady Gaga, Lady Antebellum, but Lady Gaga, Lady Antebellum is a, is a country group. Yeah. Uh, looks like Marianne may have raised her hand. We got it. Go ahead, Marianne. Good morning, guys. Um, yes, I saw that, too, and I saw the Aubrey Live where that was recorded from. Um, but, yes, they, all the performances were recorded. There was an Aubrey Live show, a two-hour show, and they took basically one piece from each of the artists and most of the pieces that she did that night, but not everything. You know, it's hard to believe, Marianne, that she has been a Grand Ole Opry member for 50 years since what 1969 and that she was born in 1946 that she's what 73 now so she made some references to porter wagner so the the other thing i was going to talk about here a little another piece of software i installed on my iphone was 
Edge, this Microsoft Edge, and that's very accessible. Sure better on the phone than it is on Windows, per se. But anyway, I, I pulled up... I, I pulled that up and I was able to hear a piece about her talking about Porter Wagner and then Porter Wagner talking about her. And I guess they were together seven and a half years as performers. And it was very interesting about how she um, he talked about how they got started on the as a duet because she was booed at a performance in Louisiana because she had replaced a very popular singer at the time by the name of Norma Jean, who was singing for Porter Wagner, and um, they didn't want to see Norma Jean leave. But anyway, so they started doing songs together, and, well, you know, the rest is history. And Well, they, they had a falling out near the end. They had a falling out at one point for a long time. Oh, yeah, time they talked about a, a lawsuit. It was all about control and... You know, Porter said, look, I'm I'm signing the checks, I'm the boss, and I guess it, there's probably a lot more to it than that. Were you going to say something else, Marianne? I'm sorry. No, she's muted. Uh, with the, oh, I'm sorry. I thought she was going to say something else. You can unmute I her. I don't think so. We have The only one that's raised is Gail Group, is oh. Gail out in the Minnesota. So I'll, I'll unmute her. Go ahead, Gail. Uh, you were talking about Edge. And can, you know, when I, I'm going to, I know this is kind of off topic here, but eventually I'm going to Windows 10. And uh, what exactly is Edge? Okay. Microsoft Edge is Microsoft's replacement for Internet Explorer. Now, Internet Explorer is no longer safe to use. It's not safe. If you shop on it, anything that you do on your computer on Internet Explorer is a little dicey right now. They're no longer supporting it, and will especially no longer after January. So you don't get all the updates and the security patches. So, And a lot of websites will not work with Internet Explorer. So the original Edge that came out to replace it didn't do such a good job. So they went to a new method that they've been rolling out in beta and will roll out full-time for everybody in January. It's called Microsoft Edge, but it's a something called Chromium-based, or it's based upon what uh, Google uses now. And Pro? Yes. Something like that? Okay. Right. I was just curious because I had heard from, when I used to use Window Eyes, there were people on that list that were Right, saying, so it's based upon a, a Google Chrome, and it's much more accessible. It's accessible out of the box, and it actually works quite well and will work for you going forward. But this is serious stuff. You really do not need to use Internet Explorer. And blind people just will not change from Internet Explorer. I know it's familiar, but anything that you pay with or, you know, you use on your computer, you really don't want to use that anymore. Right, Jeff? I can tell you definitely don't use it. I only use it for the radio stuff, for the RSS reader that's built into it. But, again, you really don't need to use it. I, as a matter of fact, I went to my old... Uh, St. Peter's Hospital, Prime Care Physicians in Albany has a website. You do all your doctor's appointments there. And I went to use it with Internet Explorer just to see if it would work. And it will not even work with Internet Explorer. It says this browser is no longer supported. Please either use Firefox, Google Chrome, or another web browser. So they won't even let you use it with Internet Explorer. 
Okay. Um, one of the browsers that, that Bill talked about on the Coffee Club a while ago, and it says the same Chromium the, uh, operating system is uh, Brave.com, and you can download their browser, and it's quite usable, very accessible, and I use it a lot. It's, it, and it's quick, and it doesn't, and it blocks out all the adware and all the other crap that you get on web pages. I like it a lot. Yeah. I don't get much in the way of, of ads and things. But I was just wondering if I use, um, like, the Alt-F to go to things, you know, and I, can you still do things that way? Yes. Good, because I was thinking if they're going to change that, too, there's going to be someone here that's going to roar. Well, <laughs> and, uh, when you get to Windows 10, Gail, there is a bit of a learning curve, but, I, you know, it shouldn't be that bad for you. Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, some of the functions are different, like with Google Chrome, too, where, like, it'll say press F6 to go to your, your downloads, and it automatically brings you to the download that you've downloaded. It, it actually works pretty nice, but, but it, it actually... It will tell you things. It will read yeah. and tell you things. So it will tell you that, and so it's it's pretty usable. It's not a... It, you're not going to be left behind, but you are going to be left behind if you do not update your computer or you continue to use Internet Explorer. I got a lady who wondered why she kept getting hacked. Well, there's your reason right there. You cannot do that any longer if you want to continue browsing or looking stuff up. Jeff, the one thing I like about Edge on the iPhone, it's very accessible. I just, for the fun of it, put Radio Locator as my homepage. I can type in a radio station, and it plays the streams from Radio Locator. Oh, no that's real problem. nice. I like that. Now, that's that's good, and it's also got the ability to pause it, stop it, or you can rewind it just a little bit if you want to, or fast forward. So, and you can, of course, make favorites. So, but it works really well with the radio locator website. So that kind of gives me hope to maybe start working back on Bill Sparks, you know, the things again, since those browsers will support that and you can listen to those streams and you can copy the links, Jeff, and do all the that things. That is very, very nice. I I'm like that. And, you, and if you have the Edge browser, I know that you could sync it with your computer. So that, yes, that's you pretty can. cool as well. So, yes, you can. So that that's one of the discoveries I made this week was the TV listings plus and the Edge browser for the um, the iPhone. And that is also on Android also. Anybody else have any questions? We haven't heard... It's unusual. Um, seven seven three must be baking cookies, <laughs> or I must or be bored him or something. Um, he hasn't corrected me once today. What's seven seven three? What's wrong with you today? Are you okay? There he is. I knew it. I, knew I just it. heard him. <laughs> I knew it. I had to say something though. All right, no, Mr. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. No, I was, I was just listening to what you're talking about today and interrupting inter- 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 Doug when his stuff because he was explaining all that and you guys are explaining all this stuff about Microsoft Edge and that. And so right. I've, done, I've got Microsoft Edge on mine. It, but, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, nothing. But anyways, give you a weather report. I got 55-mile-an-hour winds here today and had rain last night with thunder and lightning. And it's all going east, Jeff. And Thank you, Bill. Thank you. I'm very happy that you're doing that for me. Right. And you're going to get snow, too, because... Yeah, I heard. You're on, the, you're on the north edge of the storm. See, it went through. I know it went through. Um, oh, can't even name now in Minnesota. Let me ask you a question, Bill. Because it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Is there a Thanksgiving tradition that you watch on television for on Thursdays at all? 
a lot of times I'll watch the Macy's Parade. I might watch it tomorrow. I want to see if they get the balloons up because they, the winds may keep those down from the parade tomorrow. Yeah, that that there may not be any balloons tomorrow if it's really right. Big. Right, because they're, yeah, they're going to have heavy winds there in New York, and I got the heavy winds here today. And but, like I said, it used to be when I was a kid, I'd watch every every Thursday, every Thursday, but I mean every Thanksgiving, they'd watch the March of the Wooden Soldiers. Well, see, when I was a, when I was a kid, we didn't have television. We know that. My, you know, my, my parents my parents didn't believe in television. I only saw television when I went to ISB to school. And That's Home Alone's usually on Thanksgiving Eve too every year. That's true. What is- Joe, Joe has his hand raised as well, so, so I'm just letting you know. So uh, very good, Bill. Very good. Well, I'll t- okay. I'll take it, I won't, I'm not a big turkey fan, but if you have a drumstick left over, I'll take it. Okay. All righty, we'll do. I'll try to send it to you. Okay. Oh, thank by you. the way, Bill, I baked another another five dozen cookies yesterday. Well, and that's why I did. You know. I did. I did five on Monday. Oh, well, where's, our, where's our dozen? where's our cookies? You didn't send yeah. us either, Bill. <laughs> um, you know, we can continue. Well, maybe I'll have to get your address and send them. See if I can get them in the you mail. Know, that will be all crushed Bill, we can continue this abuse right over the phone. You know. We had no problem, but you know, I just had to. I had to give you a hard time. Tim, oh, I know, I know, I know. I was sitting here listening to you. I didn't, nothing. I had nothing really to say. And then when you cut in like that, I said, "Oh, I got to chime in now for sure." Right, because you <laughs> know, make Bill's day. <laughs> right. Thank you, Bill. Hey, Thank okay. you. Hey, All right, let's get Tim? to Joe. You want to do Joe here first? Yeah, but I want to tell you something first. Okay. Tim, can you look? There should be a request in the box. Um, a voicemail that we might want to play on the air. You might want to screen it oh. before you play yeah, it. There is one in there. I'll, I'll go grab it in a minute. Okay, I think it's from Nancy. All right, do you want to get yeah, to Joe go here, ahead, Joe. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Actually, it was me. Or Ellen, me. I'm sorry. I forgot your number there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, no, it's all good. Um, the, we're going to be, weather-wise, it's going to be cold. It's very cold now. And uh, we get to like the 40s today. With possible rain and or snow, and then on top of that, um, the, the speakers sound pretty nice, too. But um, And then on top of that, our traditions, talking about Thanksgiving traditions, um, we've done the parade, but um, we're going down to, our, to my sister's house tomorrow, which is nice. And, and our big thing is having the football game on her TV, and then after we eat, and then... Talk about falling asleep somewhere. Yeah, right in front of the TV on the couch. Perfect. Ah, very good, Ellen. Thank you. I think the Detroit Lions always play Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I got I got a good one for you, Bill. Oh. Um, Flash looks like I might have to get Chris a new pair of shoes for Christmas because Flash stole her shoes. I can't find them. Flash stole your shoes. The living room. I left them in the living room, but I can't find them. You know, got to go on a hunt. It helps when you, it helps when you feed the cat. <laughs> you know. Oh, cat. believe me, he's eating better than we are. He's having to be on a special dry food that's sixty dollars for a nine-pound bag. That's bye, expensive. kitty. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got Marianne having her hand raised. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Marianne. Best Oh, there you go. Thank you. Um, I missed the weather the weather gatherings this morning, and uh, yesterday we got two feet of snow here in Boulder, mm. and it is only 16 degrees, and the high is only going to be 26. It is so bitter out there right now. Uh, you know, so that Marianne, snow is going to hang around for a while. Why don't you come and, and hang to with get me? More this weekend. Are you going to be Are you going to be uh, cooking on Thanksgiving Day, Marianne, or what? 
Yo, yes, sir. I went and bought the turkey. I'm, I'm not, I'm not making the pumpkin pie, but I bought the. We have a pumpkin <clears throat> pie, but I bought the makings for some homemade pumpkin custard as well. Well, it sounds good. It does sound oh, yeah. real, 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 real good. I, uh, it was at my house. Even if there's only two people, there's a massive amount of food. There's masses <laughs> amounts of food. I'm trying to see if I can get anybody to come and join me in Naples. Uh, Last year was the first year. I, you know, you talk about all your traditional things that you eat at Thanksgiving. Last year was the first year I ever had roasted Brussels sprouts for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, it was yuck. Oh, oh my. Oh, it was. I was yuck. never a big fan of Brussels. I, now Joe has his hand raised, Bill. I, and then we'll get to Joe in just a second. But I'm going to okay. say, last year. If I had that do-over button, I would have just cooked turkey right there in Naples, right, right there. I, I, I could screw it up. Bro- roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, I hate Brussels sprouts, and uh, I will, I will not eat them. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, oh hi. This is Joe here in Albuquerque. Twenty-one degrees, and it looks like the sun is coming out a little bit. We're going to get up to forty. They're talking about snow tonight. Anyway, we are going to the other village in the one that's actually open, open on Wyoming, and we we know it's open. I talked to the one there last week, and she said we we are definitely open. And I said save a pie for us, and she laughed until, and so all all of that. Sounds cool for Thanksgiving. I like on Thanksgiving morning, Minnesota Public Radio between 9 and noon in the morning, they do a Thanksgiving special radio eyes that is so cool. All kinds of stories, and of course, uh, stories about uh, classical composers. But actually, in addition to that, a great Thanksgiving Day special. Uh, we like on New Year's Day the the other uh, Rose Bowl parade. Oh, one thing about the Rose Bowl parade on, on the Homewood Garden Channel, there are no commercials. The the Macy's Day parade, which we used to do on Thanksgiving on the on, on CBS, is loaded with commercials. Oh my heaven's sake! But anyway, that's just a little editorial for today here on the Coffee Club. All right, thank you, Joe. We have Jerry and we have Bill again, but let's get to Jerry first because he was. Uh... Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, for Joe's benefit, I don't know what they're going to do this coming New Year's, but last New Year's, Home and Garden did not televise the Rose Parade. The only coverage was on ABC and NBC. And as far as Thanksgiving traditions, what. We do. I like to go back and forth between. I'll tell you what makes me mad. I don't know if you folks notice this or not, but ABC only carries one hour of Detroit's parade. It comes on at ten in the morning in the east, and uh, they take the you know ABC affiliates feed, and you have to live in Detroit if you want to watch the other hour, and that's crazy. Uh, well, why does it go back and forth between uh, Macy's and Detroit and uh, the one in Chicago? Well, Bill, tomorrow, you're not going to get your Bill, you know about that. The one WGN televises, uh, uh, whatever. The, but tomorrow we're going out. We're going to be leaving at about 10 a.m. And the people we're going with, they were teasing me the other day. They were driving to church and they said, driving us to church. And they said to, to me to church and they said to me, uh, 
Well, we can't afford a turkey this year because we had a lot going on. They had trouble with their car and stuff. He says, so we're going to have roadkill by mistake. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with roadkill, those of you who live in the city, we're talking about uh, things you can run over with your car, like deer and possum <laughs> and skunk and things like that. So I thought I'd uh, tell you guys about that and wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jerry. Well, enjoy the roadkill. Uh, I don't think I want roadkill. I just got a message from JR. I don't know if it's true or not, but he did send a message. Has nothing to do with Thanksgiving, but he wanted to tell everyone that he heard that Spectrum, if you want to talk to a customer service representative, is charging $5. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, uh, I don't I don't really, I think that's not right. But then again, what, what do I know? Well, and if you want a new thing for Thanksgiving, I saw yesterday that Costco is selling a seven-pound bacon-wrapped turducken. Turkey duck? Yep. Turkey duck chicken. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, by the way, I have uh, you that got, call ready. You got that call ready to go? Yep. Well, let's let go. it go. Hi, Bill. This is Debbie in Lafayette. Um, I was wondering if you are ever going to do a segment on your coffee club about um, the Google Chrome computers. I think I did hear you say one time they're pretty accessible. I desperately need a new computer. Uh, I don't have Windows 7. I'm way back there in Stone Age. Anyway, um, I was wondering if you could maybe talk about that sometime or if you could even email me um, where I could go to find a review of that, um, of the Google Chrome computer, find a review for those of us who are blind. Anyway, uh, what you were talking about today is very interesting. So you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and tell Jenny and Jackie to do the same. Bye-bye. Well, uh, thank you, Debbie. I thought I saw one from Nancy. Why did there, there is another one in there? Oh, there's another. I think Debbie is also talking about the Chromebook. I, That's the thing. I, I'm not sure about that. My daughter has it and she uses it for school, but I don't know anything about it. Um, I will tell you, Debbie, if you you would pro, I'm for not saying. Oh, oh, go ahead, Tim. For some reason, I did not get another one. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I did. It's a two nine nine. Four one four two nine nine. Um, we can. I've never really used one too much as a Chromebook, is what what they're talking about. Based upon you using Windows Seven and all that stuff, I probably would would steer away from a Chromebook. I'm not saying you can't use it. Of course you can. It's. I don't know, Jeff. I. You know when I think about Chromebooks, I think they're okay, but I don't. Think. I have never used one, and I'm going to be visiting my daughter tomorrow, and I'm going to see if I can at least take a look at the Chromebook she has and see if there's a way of making it talk. I know uh, you it does can. have Yeah, you can, but you've got to learn a completely different You're not using JAWS when you use a Chromebook. No, it has its own talkback it screen reader own, or whatever they're using. Right, it has its own screen reader. That's why I've kind of held back from it. You can use it, but... Deb, I would suggest you go online. Uh, uh, computers really aren't as expensive as you think anymore like they used to be. And you can buy a, a laptop for a very reasonable price, or you can buy a desktop for a reasonable price if you look on Amazon or look online for them. Well, Debbie, give me a call, and we'll talk about that. Uh, and another another thing I was going to say is I've, I've been listening to some of the computer tech talk shows, and a few of them are suggesting that you just get a good antivirus for Windows 7, and you'll probably be okay. Um, like uh, Malwarebytes is the one they're usually suggesting. It's going to cost you a little bit, but like 30 bucks a year or something like that. 
you you might be able to get by with that tin, but eventually you're going to have to get get on board with it because I don't I don't trust that totally. Plus one, two, three, nine. Yeah. Five, anyway, nine, I have six, uh, Nancy's five, two, call. Zero, zero, plus one. Okay, go ahead and play Nancy's call. Hi, it's Nancy. Island in the Dream was performed by the group Lady Antebellum. Um, and before the song, Sally announced that this was something that she and Kenny Rogers had recorded. So just to make that clear, it wasn't Lady Gaga. Okay, bye-bye. Ah, okay. There we go. Yeah, Lady Annabellum. I I didn't know. I think they're more pop. I I don't. I just didn't like their arrangement of the song anyway. But but I don't Bill sometimes like it. the way people do other people. Yeah, I'm songs. here. Okay, well, let's get to Bill here, and I know I know we got a demo going on. Yeah, go, go ahead, Bill. Bill. Yeah, just real quick. This goes back a little bit. I got single easier. Uh, Marianne, Marianne, when she clicked in, I seventy was closed east of of uh, Denver in that area yesterday, all the way to Nebraska because of so much snow they couldn't they couldn't open it up. And also, I love Russell Sprouse, Jeff. They're well, good. I, I like them, but you know, right. I, I didn't want to eat them, and and my mom made them, and my friend Jackie came over to the house, and he had his dog, and I tried to feed him. To the dog when I was a kid. Even the dog wouldn't eat him. <laughs> no, I had a dog. She, the dog wouldn't eat him here either. Right? I had a dog that wouldn't eat him, right? <laughs> the dog well, I, was, I was surprised because if they're fresh and made right besides just boiled in water, they actually did remind me of little cabbages. Yeah, and yeah, I always I like, fought I like with everybody. It, yeah, I like cabbage. So they're good to me. Yeah, right. I'll let but you guys the, get your demo. I know Dave, he's the, biting jumping at the bit there. So. At the blind school, they just boiled them in water or something, and probably who knows how long they been around them they were nasty they tasted like dirt to me but then again bill well, i was i was never one to follow the rules so i mean this, i say that go ahead the school could ruin you any school could ruin you on a lot of food peas i don't like raw i don't like cooked peas unless they the only ways i'll eat peas is if i can take them from the shell and shell them myself and eat them raw i don't like cookies <laughs> and ever that, that was ever since i went to boarding school i never liked them so you, chris you're right on the money there a um, couple of questions, Chris, before we get started with this demo, and I forgot how long it is. 34 minutes. Okay. So we'll have time to come back and do, or did you want to do Connie's recipe now, or do you want to do it after the demo? It's, either way is fine. We can go ahead and do it now. I have it right here. So we can do that. And that's and good be because it gives me... right after the show. Connie made a request for the fruit cookies I was talking about the other day, last week. So I told her I would do that. <clears throat> this makes a total of, oh, I don't know, six or seven dozen. It's a lot. You need one cup of softened butter or margarine, one and a half cups of brown sugar packed, three eggs beaten slightly, three cups of sifted flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one half teaspoon of salt, two teaspoons of cinnamon, one half teaspoon of cloves, one half teaspoon of allspice, and about a quarter of a nutmeg grated. What I usually do is just put in about an eighth of a teaspoon because I never have whole nutmeg. One half cup of buttermilk, about three and a half cups. Let's see. No, that's not right. Three pounds of unshelled nuts, mixed nuts, equals about a pound and a half after you shell them. And so you're going to need, it, the recipe calls for three pounds of mixed nuts in, in the shell. But after you shell them, that's about a pound and a half. And I use a combination of pecans, English walnuts, uh, hazelnuts, Brazil nuts, and almonds. 
one pound of coarsely chopped dates, which I also sub out because we don't really care for dates. One pound of red or green cherries halved. Those are the candied ones, not maraschino. And I usually use a mixture. I usually use eight ounces of each. One pound of my grandmother always called them white raisins. They're actually the golden raisins, so you need a pound of those. You need six slices of candied pineapple diced, and from a half a pound to a pound of mixed chopped candied fruit, and that already comes mixed and chopped for you. And if you don't have the pineapple, you can use a little more candied fruit and a few more cherries, and it works fine. So in a large bowl, you cream the butter and the sugar. You add the slightly beaten eggs and the buttermilk to that and beat it. And you add your soda and your salt and your spices and mix it. Then you mix in your flour and you stir in your fruit and nuts. And it is really hard to get mixed up. I usually just wash my hands good and take my hands and just go in and just start mixing it because it is really, really stiff. And I know I had an aunt that broke three or four wooden spoons trying to get hers mixed up, but it's just easier just to go in with your hands and it's sticky, but it works. Preheat your oven to 325 on a slightly greased baking sheet or one that you've covered with parchment paper. Drop dough by teaspoonfuls onto the sheet. Bake for 20 to 25 minutes, but check after about 18 because if they get too done, they get hard when they cool. And that's the recipe. It's a little bit in-depth, but that's the one Connie wants. So if you want that recipe, go join the coffee club list real quick. That sounds really good. And you My can grandmother all... made them every year, yeah. and she usually made three or four batches right after Thanksgiving because she fed a lot of families. And my grandfather used to come in before she wrapped them and sprinkle them with a little bit of Kentucky bourbon, and they stayed nice <laughs> oh, and man. moist, and they were good. It's, yeah, it's kind of like up. eating a little fruitcake. It is. It's, you, it's you, just you, enough cookie to hold it together. You couldn't use one of your KitchenAid mixers to mix that up, or is it just too, too, too hard for you, that? You probably could. I've never done it because we didn't have a KitchenAid mixer at the time, so I've not tried that. You might be able to use the dough hooks. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But don't don't say that too loud because people might get the wrong impression about me, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Bill has his hand raised, uh, Bill. Yeah, we'll go ahead and remind you real quick that if you missed any of this earlier stuff, you can always, just after within a half hour usually, you can go to the website or subscribe to our podcast and you can get your own very own copy of this coffee club so it is preserved for the archive so go ahead bill oh yeah real quick real quick the only thing i gotta say chris when you say use your hands washing real good my wife and i we've always used we buy i buy those real thin surgical gloves you wash your hands put them on and then wash the gloves because sometimes they put a little powder on those gloves to uh, keep them sticking together in the box just wash your hands after you put your gloves on you don't have to worry about any bacteria or anything from your hands getting into the cookie when you do that that's just a tip we've done that for years always use surgical gloves when mixed up a hand like that there you go. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Anybody else got anything before we go to the demo? Do you want to say anything, Dave and Chris, before we get this started? Yes. Um, this is a rerun, and I don't think the number is correct at the end, so I'm going to give it real quick before we start. It is 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. 
press pound. You'll be asked for the meeting ID. It is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Press pound one more time. You'll be asked for the user ID. Press pound again, and you'll be in the room where you can make your comment or ask your question about the demo. But I think it's got the old number at the end. Well, that could be. But has has Thanksgiving preparation changed over the past few years? or? Not really, not significantly. Are we coming out with a new model next year, a new update, or... Well, I didn't get, I don't know, we might, uh, I didn't get started quite as early this year as we sometimes do, but it hasn't significantly changed, really. I'm just giving you a hard time, just a little bit, but we are ready to go. You'll hear a quick promo, which we have to do, our spots, and then you'll hear... The demo. So this is something that you might make notes of because these guys do it well. Good morning, everyone. Today, we are going to do an, a very unusual demo. This was suggested by our good friend Bill Sparks to do a, a demo about Thanksgiving. So... We realize that, you know, everyone has different ways of getting ready for Thanksgiving. So we thought we would give you a example of what we do to prepare for Thanksgiving. Now, this uh, demo, or whatever you want to call this thing, is can also be used for... Um, any other holiday, this uh, demo is for, in our case, for Thanksgiving. And you can use, uh, you can, uh, this is for a large gathering because we're probably going to have about 20 to 21 people here for Thanksgiving. So our information that we're giving you today is for Thanksgiving. But you can plan your Thanksgiving any way you wish. So the first thing that we do in planning for our Thanksgiving, we start kind of early. Um, In July, we usually look for gifts that we give to the people that come to our Thanksgiving dinner to take home. And so we start looking for gifts. And... um, A lot of times we will use like Mrs. Prendable apples or some type of candy, like maybe Harry London candy. Um, Cheryl's cookies. Right. Cookies. and. Uh, Last year I made bread, like uh, quick bread. I made cranberry orange quick bread. And so as we're looking, we we decide which one, which kind of a gift that we're going to use, and we will pre-order that so that it can be shipped right, so that we have it right before Thanksgiving. We usually, the reason we start in July, I guess, is because QVC does Christmas in July, and they offer a lot of advanced shipping, and we usually pick the week of November, the first week of November, so that we're sure that we have it. Well, if it's Mrs. Prendables, we might pick a little later, but 
So once we get that stuff ordered and I try to make a file called Christmas or shipping 2017 or 2018, whatever year it is, so that I can put what we're expecting in which week so that we don't miss anything. But anyway, moving on to September, I start thinking about things that are very non-perishable like disposable tablecloths and napkins and plates and cups for coffee and cups for cold drinks and plasticware. And I go down and I take stock of what we have and decide what we need. And I start looking around and ordering it either from walmart.com or Amazon or, you know, depending what it is. Uh, sometimes I'll order my plasticware from Sam's because theirs is a little heavier duty than a lot of it. And so I begin to take stock and see what we need and get that ordered. And one of the things I started doing last year is ordering a tablecloth for the living room that the children can color on. It has pictures for them to color, like, oh, it might have turkeys or it might even be Christmas related, but whatever I can find that I think they would like to color on. And then another thing we do in September is... Together, we take stock of peanut oil because Dave fries the turkey every year. And we need we know that we need 2.7 gallons, so we take stock of peanut oil. And we, if we have any that has been opened, we check it to see if it's any good. And if we need some, like we needed two gallons this year, so we ordered some. Then in October... We start getting real serious, and we I check I have a thanks a grocery list saved called pre Thanksgiving grocery list, and on that list because I know what the menu is going to be every year, it has items I can buy early like uh, canned peas because I make a creamed pea thing, so. It has peas. It has the cream soups I'm going to need. It has the stuff I'm going to need for cranberry jello salad. It has cranberry sauce. I can buy the pineapple for the salad. That's canned. I can buy that early. I can buy the jello early. I can buy chicken broth early. I start buying everything like that that I can buy. And that helps because it not only gets it done, but it keeps the cost from hitting us all at once. And I bring that home. And when I sort out the groceries, I try to keep that stuff all together in one spot. Near the end of October, I start <laughs> I start inviting people, usually by text, because that's what they respond to. And I some people would call it start kind of bothering people about do you know if you're coming? Do you know if your kids are coming? Do you know it, you know, I, I like to try to get commitments because it's only a month away, and I know people think it's, some people think it's a little early, but I, I like to get those commitments so we have some idea if we're feeding 14 or 24. And once we do that, the next thing on our agenda is to go around the house and clean the windows inside and out uh, inside and out because you know we we live in an area where we have some railroad shops and we get a lot of dust and things like that and it can get to the point where you can't see out of those windows so we take care of that 
Then in early November, assuming I know who's coming, which normally I do by then, I start contacting people about what to bring. And I try to keep in mind, you know, what they're good at, what they like, uh, how much time they might have to put into it. And, for example, my mother-in-law, Ruth, used to make our pumpkin pies. Well, she's not really able anymore. And my sister-in-law, Donna, takes her to lots of doctor's appointments and different things like that. So she's usually fairly busy and she's always going over to check on her and so forth so I usually just get Donna to buy pumpkin pie from Sam's because they have really good ones and just things like that I just try to keep in mind who who might want to do what and try to give them something they might want to do if it's just a guy and he doesn't really like to cook like we have a a nephew who his wife doesn't always get to come because she works at a Uh, nursing home type facility so sometimes she has to work so if it's just going to be Doug I'll just have Doug bring a couple or three or four two liter bottles of soda so I try to match it to the person and then I began to think about what we need to eat if there are any large items in the freezer that are taking up space then we're going to have those for a meal in early November so that I can start making room for the turkey. And I also start to think about what I can make ahead, what will freeze. Some things will freeze really well. For example, cornbread dressing freezes well. Regular bread stuffing does not. And we have both because I'm from the South and I like cornbread dressing and and, uh, people here are used to the white bread stuffing so I make both because I don't want anybody to have to give up their tradition so I go ahead and make the cornbread dressing and I I put it in the freezer so that's done I make the sweet potato casserole I put it in the freezer all except the topping I don't top it yet the next thing on the uh, agenda trucking right along here What used to be a garage is now Chris's extended kitchen, at least most of the garage is. Well, my half plus the freezer. (laughs) It's called Kitchen North. Yeah, Kitchen North. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first thing, that's where I set up the turkey fryer, so I have to make sure that I've got a place to set up the turkey fryer, and I've got a cart that we purchased from QVC and it's a wooden cart and it's got wheels on it and I will put the turkey fryer on the cart and um, place it in such a way that I have access to a electric receptacle so that I can plug in the fryer and the next thing I do once I have uh, room for the fryer uh, is I will check. We have some folding tables that we use, and we take bring those inside and into our living room, and we set up these folding tables. So the first thing I do is I will get these tables out, dust them off, clean them up real good, because you know when they're when they're setting, you know, over the winter, you know, they collect a little bit of dust, and I make sure that there's no loose nuts or bolts or whatever on the tables make sure everything is um, as good as it can be 
and get those ready for the Thanksgiving dinner. Then, also in early November, I schedule a trip to the grocery store fairly close to Thanksgiving. It's kind of nice. This year I was able to schedule it in such a way that I don't think we're even going to have to put the turkey in the freezer. I think it's just going to be able to go straight into the fridge and start thawing. That's not always the case. I know about when turkeys are going to go on sale here, and so I schedule the transportation whenever I can get it between the time the turkeys go on sale and the time I know I have to have one thawing. And you have to keep in mind, you know, when your transportation closes and things like that. And I also try and get around to washing the kitchen curtains. I I have made our kitchen curtains and so they're they're washable and I will take them down and wash them and then Dave usually puts them back up. The next thing we will do is we will begin some cleaning. Well, I do. Usually I do all this stuff. Is um, Chris, Chris likes me to do all the cleaning. <laughs> this is like the, the, the full week before Thanksgiving. So this is actually this current week that we're talking about now. This is the kind of stuff we're doing. So the first thing I usually like to do is to go through the house and especially along the edges of the wall up at the ceiling. I have a cordless uh, vacuum and this cordless vacuum has a long um, wand, wand and an and ext- uh, flexible hose so it can reach up to the ceiling and I've got a soft brush attachment that goes on the end of that and I will go along the edges of all the walls in this in the house and collect any cobwebs or anything that accumulate up there and anybody that owns their own house knows that's real easy to do is to gain some unwanted cobwebs especially in the corners I will also clean all of the woodwork um, we have some some woodwork around around our door frames and things like that the tops of the doors the sides of the doors and uh, make sure that all of that stuff is cleaned up. The next thing that I do is, and I, I make this every year, a, uh, I have a mental reminder that I need to change the batteries in our smoke detectors. And uh, we have uh, a couple of clocks and I like to change all of the batteries in, in the clocks, make sure everything is working correctly. I also go around and we've got ceiling fans in each one of the rooms and I will go around and I will um, get a, a step stool so that I can reach the ceilings and I will clean the dust off of the ceiling fans because those blades, if you use them a lot, they collect a lot of dust. So I need to get rid of all that dust because one thing I don't like is is dust. I'm pretty critical about that. The next thing I'll do is we have an extra refrigerator that we keep in the basement and I will 
go down there and plug in that refrigerator, which happens to be in my studio. <laughs> I wonder why that is. He's asked for a microwave, but I said no. Yeah. So anyway, I, I take care of that. And uh, then it's about time to take the turkey out of the freezer. So I will take that out. And we usually have like a, a 21 or 22 pound turkey. And so I will take that out and bring that um, out of the freezer and put it in that extra refrigerator. That way it's not taking up any room, you know, in the in our main refrigerator. And the bird is trying to uh, show us how she does her Thanksgiving, I guess. Now I put the turkey in that extra refrigerator so that it can thaw about uh, one day for every four pounds. Plus one extra day because it never quite works out. And I begin to talk to Dave about what we want to eat the day before Thanksgiving because I like to make sure that we have something easy with very little cleanup and mess and something that we're not going to have a lot of leftovers for because we're not going to have room for them. And so we decide what we're going to have the night before. This year, I think it's going to be Sloppy Joe's. And then we start to bag ice. We have an ice maker, and we start to bag a little bit of ice ahead so that we can have enough ice for people Thanksgiving. And then the Monday of... I get out the nuts, and Dave actually does all the nut chopping, so I get out what nuts we need, and he chops the nuts. And also that Monday of, I make sure that all of our laundry is done so that I'm not running around having to do routine things while I'm trying to get ready for this event. And Monday night, I take the dressing and the sweet potatoes out of the freezer and put them in the fridge so that they can start to thaw. Then I will get out the peanut oil, and I need uh, approximately 2.8 gallons of peanut oil, and I will fill the turkey fryer so that it's going to be ready to go when I am ready to fry the turkey. And once I have the oil in the turkey fryer, I will plug in the turkey fryer and um, I will turn it on, let it heat up to 375 degrees, which happens to be the default of the fryer. So I'm going to let that heat up and make sure that it's working correctly. Then the next thing I will do is I will bring up some, we have these folding chairs, and I will bring those chairs from the basement, which is where we keep those up. We count how many of these chairs we're going to need and bring them up and prop them up somewhere where we have access to them whenever we need them. And the next thing that we do on Tuesday is we take the I make the sweet potato topping, but I don't put it on yet. I just make it and store it in a sealed container. And then on Wednesday, it takes both of us. I, I go down and I gather up what we need downstairs, and we start bringing it upstairs. Plates, napkins, tablecloth, plasticware, 
um, any canned items that we might need, like cranberry sauce or peas, I go ahead and, because we store all that stuff downstairs, we bring it up and generally try to put it someplace where it's available but not in the way. And um, we both go around all day kind of checking on things, making sure things are falling like they should, because sometimes we have to set something out for a couple hours and then put it back in the fridge. And then I get the celery and onion out, and Dave generally chops the celery and onion for the stuffing. I, I really like to do that because I love to use that pull and chop. So he, he does all pretty much all the chopping like that. And I that afternoon, usually early afternoon, I make I make the stuffing and I take the giblets out of the turkey and generally he will bring the turkey upstairs. I'll take the giblets out and rewrap the turkey and he'll take it back downstairs to the refrigerator. And I go ahead and cook those so that they're cooked for the gravy the next day and that gets that done. Then the next thing is I will those uh, folding tables that I was talking about earlier, I will get those tables out that I since I have them cleaned up and everything and I will bring those into the living room and I will set those tables up and uh, place all of the folding chairs and all that kind of good stuff uh, around the table and all those tables and, and get them ready to go. And we don't cloth them yet because we have a cat, so we can't put the cloths on early. But also that day, I make the tea for the next day, and I also make the cranberry salad because it is a gelled salad. One of the things about this cranberry salad, you use a frozen base to start with and that base I, I neglected to tell you because it depends on what you're going to do but I do make the base up matter of fact I made the base up yesterday but the base could be made up any time you could make the base in September if you can get a hold of the cranberries because it's frozen but the salad is a gelled salad so I go ahead and make that up and also that afternoon late I peel potatoes for the mashed potatoes because we have a lot of potatoes to peel. So it usually takes both of us. We don't cut them up. We just peel them and put them in water and cover them tightly. And generally we set them in the garage because it's usually this time of year in Pennsylvania, it's kind of like a walk-in refrigerator. So, in the extended kitchen. Yeah, so that's what... That's what we do with the potatoes. That's also usually what we do with two gallons of tea. We put a table out there and we set stuff on there. Then I will take the turkey out of the refrigerator and I will set it out on a cookie sheet so that once I heat the uh, turkey fryer up, um, I will heat the basket up and make sure and make sure that the, I had dipped the basket down into the frying oil and then I will take that basket out and put it on a turkey sheet a cookie, a, sheet. A cookie <laughs> sheet and uh, once I, I do that um, we, I will take the uh, bring in the heated basket and we will put the 
turkey into the heated basket. Then I put the sweet potatoes and the cornbread dressing in their dishes, and I put the topping on the sweet potatoes. And sometime that morning, sometimes I do it early, sometimes I do it a little later, depending on how things are going and how early I got up, I go and I I clean the bathroom, put out fresh towels, and that sort of thing. And then we put the tablecloths on the tables, and we go and get the crayons and put them out on the living room table so they're not forgotten. And we set out the plasticware, the napkins, the all that stuff that we're going to need. And lots of times we'll go ahead and put the plasticware on the table, the plasticware and the napkins on the tables. And we get out stuff for the coffee because people always want coffee or apple cider or whatever the Keurig makes at the time. And I set out coffee all that stuff, Splenda, sugar, and creamer. Now, I have already would be, would have the fryer turned on because I heated the basket so that we could uh, get that oil and stuff that's was smeared all over that basket. And then we, we dropped the turkey into the, bas- into the basket. I believe I had said we did that earlier. And um, once it's in the basket, then I will um, take uh, the the basket for the turkey has a handle on it. This is using a uh, butterball turkey fryer, and um, it the basket for the tur is kind of shaped like a turkey, and you just drop the turkey down into that basket, breast side up, breast side up, and then you lift the there's a metal handle on the basket, and you you lift that up, and I've got a a rod with a little hook on it, what has two hooks on it, that hooks onto the handle, and I will take, that rod has a, oh, a, a loop, I guess you could call it, on the end of the handle where I can put my hand through that, just grab a hold of that, and I will lift the basket using that those hooks, and I will take that basket over and very, very slowly drop that basket down into the fryer, which has got um, just under three gallons of hot oil in there. So I'm going to, I drop the basket down into the oil, and uh, uh, after I have the basket submerged in the oil, I'll take my hooks off of the handle, fold it, the handle towards the back of the fryer and let it rest down on to, it'll rest down on top of the turkey and uh, close the lid on the fryer and uh, set the timer set the timer and uh, which is very simple because the default on this turkey fryer is 375 degrees so actually I really don't have to set the timer because the the default when you start the timer is 375 degrees and that's what you use for the turkey we do set an external timer though even though the temperature is set we set an external timer right so and uh, that that will take care of that problem. Now that turkey in that fryer, which is this is really amazing, um, because it takes um, about four minutes a pound. So 
we're going to figure about a 22 pound turkey is going to take about 88 minutes and you can't beat that for a fried turkey about two and a half hours before people get here while the turkey's still cooking I will cut up and cook and mash the potatoes, put them in a crock pot, put them in a buttered crock pot on low, and that will keep them just fine, especially if you put just a tiny bit of butter in the bottom or a little bit of extra cream in the bottom. And then about an hour and a half before, it's getting close to the time the turkey's done, so um, I go ahead and I warm our big oven so that I'll have a warm oven to keep things in. I put the sweet potatoes, the stuffing, and the dressing in our two smaller ovens. Then when the turkey is done, I will take my hooks that I was talking about a little bit earlier. I will open the lid of the fryer. I will take my my hooks and uh, I will take my hooks towards the back of the basket and when I take my hooks to the back of the basket I will find that that handle it sort of automatically finds it it's not really hard and it will hook itself onto the handle of the basket then I can lift my turkey out and uh, there's a little slot on the top of the fryer when the lid is open that when you take the when you lift the basket up it will drop into this uh the front of the basket will drop into this little slot and it has to drain for about uh 10 minutes and as you can tell our clock is working fine yeah um and this is also about the time i do the peas and the gravy this is usually about an hour before i go ahead and cream the peas and do the gravy and set that stuff in the warming oven and when the sweet potatoes and stuff are done i put them in there too this means i'm done with the stove so i cover it we have these two glass cutting board things with little legs that fit down into the grill of the gas stove and i i cover this the stove it completely covers the stove which makes a nice serving space without risking dropping food down into the stove. I forgot to mention that earlier Thanksgiving morning, I will um, go into the living room and all of the furniture, like the couch, the recliners, things like that, I will use the uh, cordless vacuum and I you know, usually like to go over the uh, the couches and you know the cushions and things and the same with the uh, recliners and uh, make sure there's nothing on them and make sure that everything looks good. And then he usually takes a sticky roller and makes sure there's no cat hair. Yeah, around. because we have a cat so we have to make sure. <laughs> and I take all the pillows and the afghans and things, I generally take them off the couch because we need all the seating room we can get. So they they do kind of, while they're nice to have around, they kind of get in the way when you have a lot of people. And I usually, right before people come, I'll run in and change shirts because I'm typically kind of messy and, you know. And that's the same reason that Dave and I are always going around that morning 
cleaning as we go, wiping something off or cleaning the sink or whatever because it takes both of us doing a lot of cleaning and uh, just keeping keeping things wiped off. And anytime you set anything down and do anything to it, you know, you've got maybe a little bit of something and you got to... Anyway, I run the towels down to the washer, at least one of us does, all the dirty dish towels. I don't start it yet. I wait till after everybody's gone because I know we're going to have more. And then uh, that gets all that stuff out of the way and people start getting here and everything's clean and ready to go. And a little bit before, either somebody else or I, one of us, will carve the turkey. Actually, I've not done it, but I might do it this year. Put that in the warm oven as well, tightly cover it. And that's usually done just a few minutes before people start getting here. Or if somebody's already here and they want to do it, I'll, I'll have them do it. And then when everybody gets here, everything's ready, and we try to eat at anywhere from noon to 10 after. And that's pretty much how we prepare for our Thanksgiving dinner. Or any big event. Or yeah, any big event, any any event where there's gonna where we have uh, lots of people here, and that happens a few times. Um, now, usually at the end of our events, uh, my daughter-in-law is there, very good at helping to clean up and Get things food like in that. The dishes put, and uh, put the food uh, put the food away, what's left, and. Uh, uh, some of them may want to take some home with them, and that's a good thing, too. And um, everything works. And uh, my sons, a lot of times, if they if they don't have any place else to go and they're not in a hurry, they will help me to take the chairs back down where they belong, unfold the, or fold up the tables, and, and uh, help me put them back where they belong. We've done it for eight years. And this will be the ninth. And uh, we've kind of, I mean, there's always things we can think of to improve on, but we've kind of got it down to a science where everybody kind of has their own thing and we know what we do together and we know what each of us does separate. Well, we hope we didn't bore you to death with this demonstration or whatever you want to call it. Discussion. (laughs) But this is the way it works very well for us we try to keep things organized so each one of us know what we have to do and when we have to do it so if you have any questions you can email bill sparks and i'm sure that he will be able to answer your questions um if if he doesn't uh he can get in touch with us and and we will um explain it uh, to him and he can pass that information along so that's all the time we have for this demonstration everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you later oh my great great job as usual guys and it looks like uh, you've raised some questions because we have two raised hands. We got Jerry and we have Bill. I'll pick your cho- choices. Who you want to go first, Bill? Uh, Jerry's was first, I think. All right, so let's do that then. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, I'm curious. Uh, uh, what?
what do you get? Okay, it was a great demo you guys did. What do you have for like a light breakfast on, on Thanksgiving morning before you, or don't you uh, bother to have uh, a light breakfast or whatever? Well, actually, we had um, the day uh, today. I know today, for example, we're we're has I had some leftover McMuffins from McDonald's. If we got oh, there you go. What will you do what, in the what morning? We probably for your breakfast? will do if we have anything. It'll be like a frozen breakfast sandwich done in the microwave or something like that. That's something something small. quick. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say with all you guys do for the holidays, uh, to basically have time to even eat breakfast. But if somebody <laughs> wanted to don't. donate some donuts, you would you would eat donuts before. Oh, yeah. If well, we, had we them. would if we had them, but we don't usually All have right. them. So. <laughs> okay, let's, well, get to, let's get to Bill here. Uh, before we go to Bill, the only okay. thing that I wanted to say about the demo, um, it talked about my mom, and, and since the the demo was done, we lost my mom. So she obviously. So, how many years have there. you done this now? I don't remember when you recorded the demo. So, how many years have you done this? Well, Dave and I have done it since 2009 when I first, my first year here, but he and Wendy did it, I don't know how long. Quite a while. And so this demo probably ran, I'm going to say, you, since you're doing it eight years, ran uh, 2017. Am I correct about that, guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Guess we got Bill. All right. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, mine, mine is not a sense of humor. During the demo, uh, Dave, I see the bird cried when you put the bird in the basket, a species of its kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was I making heard a that. bit of I noise. heard that. I had, I had to get that humor in there. It was crying because it saw a brother and sister being put in the basket. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Catch you guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. You got some on my doors. I'll check you guys right. later. You too. Thank Tim, you, Bill. You, you have a good holiday as well, Bill. Tim, are you still in here? If you're not, I'll go I, I'll pull a phone call. We've got a phone call from the 856. I believe it's probably Brother John. So if you guys will talk for about a minute or two, All right. I will go pull said phone call. Well, we are working here to put in a DoorDash order for lunch because right after the coffee club, I'm going to get busy making stuffing and frying up the What are you making me for lunch today, Bill, uh, Chris? Bread. Well, you'll have to call DoorDash. That's what we did. I know, but what are you making me for lunch from DoorDash? I'm, um, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Dairy Queen, Dairy chicken Queen. strip baskets. All right. Yeah, they're pretty good. Extra you know, gravy and extra Texas toast. You know they they ha- and they, I will tell you I'm not because oh, I'm sure there are other food delivery services that we use like Grubhub and so forth. But DoorDash has really stepped up to the plate. They are very very usable and their menus are pretty good. Unlike some delivery like Uber Eats is good, but it doesn't describe enough about what each item is sometimes for each restaurant. DoorDash does a very good job about uh, giving the menus and getting them up to date and. Uh, what you can get from the various restaurants. So I think they're a pretty good app. i got to tell you, I, I've used them. They're falling down in one area, and it may be the restaurants. I don't know. They no longer let you add special instructions on a lot of things, and they don't always make it possible. For example, I would love to have a hamburger today from Dairy Queen, but there's no way to tell them to leave the cheese off. Oh, that's right. You don't like cheese. That's right. And in McDonald's, they say something to the effect of take the following off your sandwich if you want, and you can check, like, cheese to have it taken off. You used to be able to leave special instructions like 
no cheese on the hamburger, please, or something like that. But you can't do that anymore. So I cannot get a hamburger from Dairy Queen, and I love them. Maybe that's a pro- maybe that's a feature of Dairy Queen because you said it's working properly with McDonald's. So maybe well, Dairy- McDonald's has changed their menu around so that you. I did complain about that, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one. I don't think I have that much power, but I did say to McDonald's, I wish you would allow people to take stuff off their sandwiches and not just put stuff on. It used to be, when you, I was going to say, it used to be when you ordered from McDonald's, a lot of times, if you ordered something with no cheese, as an example, you get a fresher burger than you did if you didn't. That's well, yeah, true. That's, that's, that's really be, true. Because they have to make it special to me. They don't have, they don't have it in the, in the, true. they have a heated area, a holding area where they put a lot yeah, of stuff. And, so. and I don't like McDonald's cheese very well. Um, that, that's not really good cheese. Like Culver's is about one of the few places you can get really a good, good cheese. cheese. Yeah. I want the McRib sandwich to come back. Yeah, I think it will be. I've got a phone message here that we're going to play. It's unedited, so hopefully everything will be okay. This is from, I believe, Brother John in New Jersey. So let's see how this goes. If we need to bail, we will. Let's see. Well, this is Brother John from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. This is actually just a short message to, uh, and I know this probably will not be on it, all things radio because i know you're not on tomorrow but if you want to send this to the coffee club you're more than welcome to like to take this opportunity and wish all the people listening to the crew to uh jeffrey to uh, jen and bill to chris and dave to pam to all the callers to everybody that calls to all the people who work on the legend a very happy and safe thanksgiving despite the fact that we have a lot of misfortunes going on in our lives we do have a lot to be thankful for enjoying the coffee club and keep up the good work people God bless you all. Brother John from Cherry Hill. Yes, this is the guy from Cherry Hill, Bill. You always say hello to. (laughs) Oh, one more thing, if I can make this comment. Uh, Jerry from uh, Indiana, Pennsylvania might remember a long time ago on uh, television the uh, fact that we used uh, he might remember that the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade was on two channels. It was on ABC and um, Channel 6. It was WFIL at the time and WCAU at the time. I think they did a half hour of the parade. It was a married couple by the name of Gene and Joan Crane on Channel 3. I mean on Channel 10. And that's when Channel 10 was CBS. I also remember when CBS did a little bit of a half hour from each parade on Thanksgiving Day. I guess they still do. I don't know. I wonder, Jerry, if you remember that. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you very much, Brother John. And yes, I always call out your name from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, when I see that, when I do yeah. the, the market. And it's, it's kind of a nice thing, and I think people like it sometimes when you call out where they're listening from. We wouldn't get so busy on the coffee club. I'd probably do it more. Tim, were you going to say something? Um, Just a reminder for people that are listening. I will be running Alice's Restaurant at 1230 
um, Eastern time, that is. And uh, that's just a thing that I always do the day before Thanksgiving because I'm usually not on on Thanksgiving, so <laughs> taking the day off. I encourage all the broadcasters that will to take the day off tomorrow just to kind of relax and... But if they want to broadcast, and I've done it on holidays before, too, just came on. But uh, it's just kind of the way it is. I know Tim's just about getting ready to get started. And thank you, Brother John, for all the nice comments. Uh, Wishing everybody uh, happy Thanksgiving. You know, just sitting here thinking, I just marvel at the number of listeners that are just so loyal, who continually just listen and listen and listen. And you're a part of our legend family, so it's just kind of what we do. And so if it makes somebody's day a little bit better, that's all the great. Um, Chris and Dave, we're going to be praying for you and all that's going on in your life and what, what, what's going on. And, and, you know, it'll be what it'll be. And wish you guys good luck tomorrow in your Thanksgiving prep. You're a, a model that we all look up to. We, we all set our standards by... By you guys, <laughs> I'm just kind of disorganized. I went down, and since Jenny was busy doing bills, I I'm the number two laundry person and doing that kind of stuff. So that's what I did. So anyway, uh, does anybody else want to say anything before we um, turn it over to Tim? Well, we would just like to wish everyone a very happy Happy and safe Thanksgiving. I would like to second that as well from my family to all of your families out there. Very happy Thanksgiving. And again, thank you, Brother John and Cherry Hill, New Jersey, for the nice compliments again. And so if anybody's ordering from DoorDash, they're a little sluggish today. They must be really busy. Oh, my. They say that pizza delivery is up this time of year. And Jenny would be on here, but she had to do some electric bills. And since her braille printer broke, she's having to do it by hand. So we're doing that right now. So we'll we'll get all of those issues fixed. Like you said, these things just take time. They all get fixed. Enjoy yourself. I will see everybody, what, Saturday morning for the classic country show, if you're into that and you like that. Because I love playing your requests. So I'm going to go over here. Oh, have you ever hit your button to go to another window and went right past it? Oh, yeah. Oh, many a time. (laughs) Many a time. Many, many a time. Well, Radio Tim, the pro that you are, since you've been here since 2005, you can take over. See you, Jeff. See you. Bye-bye.